now, Truckers Radio USA presents... Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Where are their pants? The Derriers! Oh, yeah! The Derriers! Two amazing brothers, boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Road Show, right here on Truckers Radio USA. I'm Roger Isles. I'm Leo Isles. And we are the, the Terriers. We're doing it again, Roger. Yeah, we keep coming back. We just keep coming back. We're yeah. on the road and we're picking up music yep. and bringing it out here and playing it for everybody. I know. We're like an earworm or something. <laughs> I don't know what that is. We're like is. a fungus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's feel a little better. Yeah. <laughs> well, people ask us, they say, Terriers, exactly what is Americana music? And that, that's, a, that's really a good question. Well, it's a good question. Uh, you know, we happen to have an opinion. Opinion. An opinion. Uh, I wouldn't call it the definitive. You know. Well, yeah. We. I mean, it's it, it is our opinion, and so it's a it, it is an answer. It, I guess it's an answer. Yeah. And we think that it's music with distinctive, distinctive American, American roots. roots. And having said that, boy, that's kind of a big palette right there. Boy, I mean, it it encompasses. Uh, so much music, you know. It could be rockabilly. It could be country. It could be pop. It could be a rhythm and blues. It could be funk. It could be cocktail. It could be Red Dirt. Cajun. Uh, Tin Pan Alley. Barbershop. Did I already say that? Uh-uh. You just did, though. Okay, Barbershop. So, so you, I guess you already did. Now I have. Uh, it could be uh, Motown. It could be Rumba. Uh, which could also be a vacuum cleaner. That's, that's true. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And you know what else it could be? It could be... Boogaloo. Yeah, and it isn't Boogaloo nearly enough here on the American That's Rose true. Show. We've done a couple. We'll yeah. have to do some more. Yeah. And the format of the show is that uh, each of us shows up uh, every week with a virtual fistful of tunes uh, that we have not yet disclosed to the other guy. That is the only rule, yes. is that we don't dis- discuss it. The only thing we do discuss, though, is who goes first. Well, and we, we finally came upon a formula by accident. Right. And uh, um, uh, at odd shows, uh, oddly enough, you start. <laughs> Thanks a lot for that. Uh, but this is an even-numbered show, show number episode 128. Right. So guess what? It's your turn to start. It is. Okay. I heard from our pal Katie. Uh-oh. Haven't heard from her for a long time. She's busy. But uh, she brought a band to, to, to mind for me that I was not aware of. They're called the Dirty River Boys. Um, that's new one for oh, me. Oh, man, they are a ton of fun. Now, I couldn't find a whole lot of stuff about them, but I did find a uh, kind of a review. And it says, uh, calling what they do outlaw folk American. That's pretty Outlaw cool. Outlaw folk. Okay. Okay. I yeah. think that's pretty cool. They, they're from El Paso, Texas. Uh, they uh, they generate an energetic blend of tight narrative songs, bluegrass drive, multi-part vocal harmonies, gospel passion, and a solid dose of rock and roll attitude. <laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> and it says it's a potent mix that is all the more amazing for being entirely acoustic. Wow. Yeah. So these guys, they're all multi-instrumentalists. They trade off guitars, banjos, mandolins, fiddles, harmonicas, snare drums, and the cajon, cajon box. Oh, yeah, the cajon box. Yeah. Right. Some people call it a Latin, Latin box. Yeah. Or, yeah. And uh, while adding three and four, 
four-part vocal harmonies to tightly written songs full of memorable characters and stories. And man, uh, it's great stuff. I had kind of a hard time uh, picking one. Uh, but since I'm starting off the show, man, yeah. I'm going to start it off hard and strong. This is the Dirty River Boys from their 2018 album, Mesa Starlight, doing Wild of Her Eyes. I've been chasing that love. I've been chasing my lies. I've been dreaming of things that keep me up at night. I've been burnt in the kiln. Been dead in the night. I've been lost. I've been lost. I've been blind. Sunshine's the light She was sharp, she was bold He was learning What it felt through the wild of her eyes And I can feel it like fire still burning From the hot summer sunshine's the light She was sharp, she was bold He was learning What it felt through the wild of her eyes Lost, I've been blind. Well, I hear a pretty heavy Irish influence. Yeah, in there. some of their stuff has a real strong Irish feel to wow. it. Wow, uh, not all yeah. of it, but yeah, that's a great find. Thank you, Katie, for that. That's a that's awesome. a good one. That's yeah. a good one. Wow. Well, well, Leo, I think it's back to you. Well, you just played some brand new music. Yes, I'm going to play some really really old music. Awesome. And we'll just kind of turn around. Here's what happened. I, I was starting to look into. Um, uh, some New Orleans, you know, players and stuff, and okay. I was tracking down stuff by uh, the Dixie, uh, Dixie Cups and and uh, um, you know different bands that came out of there. A lot of whom left and then came back to New Orleans later on in their careers. But I found this one guy. Uh, he was born in 1881, and his name was Joseph Joseph Nathan Oliver, and they called him King Oliver. All right. Okay. Now, this is a cautionary tale, because do you remember when we were growing up, one of our favorite things, if mom wanted to give us a treat, because we didn't have a lot, right. you know, she would take a piece of Wonder Bread, white bread, yeah. and put some butter on it and some sugar and fold it up, yeah. and we had sugar sand. Well, wow. the cautionary tale is, that's what cost this guy his career. Whoa. Yeah. And I'm well, going to... Tell I'm, me more. I'm take you down the primrose path. Okay, so the guy, uh, he, he was a kind of a... He was a jazz cornet player. 
And he played other instruments that were going into it. But he wrote a lot of tunes that are still uh, in use today, part of the uh, common lexicon amongst you know jazz players, one of which I'm going to feature here in just a minute. Uh, but he was also uh, pioneering. Now, he did a couple of things that are pretty interesting, one of which was he sped up the rhythm of his songs. A lot of these brass bands were playing slower tempers, tempos, and he bumped everything up. You okay. know, and made it more more jazzy, and uh, the other thing was he made extensive use of mutes on his instrument to okay. get that wah wah sound. Yeah, you know? okay. And you know, a lot of people might be familiar with that plumber's friend thing. That's right. kind of a favorite amongst uh, Dixieland players. Sure, uh, but he also used one that was made by a trumpet manufacturer. I think Con uh, was the name of the company. Uh, but anyway, uh, he he kept kept going along with his career, but he had this problem. Uh, in that he really loved those sugar sandwiches. Okay, and, and he didn't ever have a lot of money, and so take you know taking care of his teeth, you know, was not a high priority. But he kept having more and more problems to the point where he finally could not play anymore because he didn't have any teeth. Had left. no teeth for foundation. <laughs> That's right. So oh, from the aperture, wow. you know, he just you know. <laughs> so he went on. I wow. mean, you know, he went on and he died penniless, uh, unfortunately. Uh, and his sister had to take her rent money to have his body shipped back uh, home so they could bury it. Wow. Uh, it's kind of a sad end to the yeah. guy. But anyway, uh, he he well, was get a, to the good part. Well, the good part is he he did a lot of, he he did a lot of innovating, and he was like a father of Dixieland jazz. Interesting. A lot of people consider him the the guy that really originated it. And uh, the problem was that his um, his talent could not match his uh, his acumen as a as a businessman, which is uh, why everything went wrong. So this song is one of those standards I was telling you about. Uh, it was recorded in 1923, and uh, it's called Dipper Mouth Blues. Thank you. 
there is some Dixieland jazz. Oh, yeah. Right hey, a, a little postscript, something I forgot to mention earlier. Uh, one of his early protégés, a guy that studied under him a lot, was Louis Armstrong. Oh, wow. And they recorded some of their first stuff together into uh, the early wax machines, right? Okay. Well, the thing is that Armstrong's playing was so strong that they had to put him off way back in the room. Otherwise, the needle would literally bounce off of the oh, thing. Oh, wow. Because it was being cut directly to a wax cylinder, right? That's funny. Yeah, a lot of good history there. Yeah. All right, Roger, you're up. Okay, well, we talk about finding music in interesting and strange places, right? Yeah. So I don't get to watch a lot of TV, but I was uh, watching a... Uh, it was one of the Star Trek spinoffs. And I, th- I think it was called Strange New Worlds, you know. Uh-huh, yeah. And uh, it's kind of cool. It's uh, uh, Captain Pike before he got oh, yeah, destroyed. Yeah, he right? was, yeah the, the predecessor. On. Yeah. To, to, yeah. Well, the young Captain right. Pike, right? Right. So, um, but it was at the very end of the movie and, and you know, kind of playing out. And this song came on and I'm like, oh, wow, that is cool. I'm grabbing my phone and I pull up Spotify and identify it. It's a, a, a woman by the name of Melissa Carper. Okay. I'd never heard of her before. I haven't heard that name. No. But boy, is she cool, man. Um, uh, Chris Scruggs, who we've yeah. covered before, right. uh, uh, dubbed her Hillbilly Holiday. <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> it's great. That's cool. She, she's got... Uh, uh, she she uh, started out her music uh, career, I guess you could call it, as a child playing upright bass and singing in her family's traveling country band in rural Nebraska. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Um, so she, her love of country music was cultivated. She she did like we did as kids. She laid by the console listening to the record collection, yeah, right? Right. And so it was Hank Williams, Patsy Cline, Loretta Lynn, Ray Charles Elvis Presley. And then her father gifted her collection of Jimmy Rogers recordings. Oh, man. And that started her on songwriting. Oh, really? It gave her the impetus to do that. Hmm. So she attended the University of Lincoln, uh, Nebraska in Lincoln on a music scholarship um, where she spent most of her time in the music library just listening to, to Billie Holiday, Ella Fitzgerald, Frank Sinatra, Nat King Cole, and Lead Belly. That's where she yeah, discovered yeah. Lead Belly, yeah, right? Yeah, uh-huh. And... Uh, after two years, she was done. What? And, and so, she, well, she just she had to get going. And so she hit the road in the family's 1980 Dodge Maxi van, and she landed in, of all places, Eureka Springs, Arkansas. Uh, of course. Okay. Yeah. And so there she, you know, was welcome into the busking community, and, and you know, that's kind of mm-hmm. where she honed her craft. Uh, she said... Uh, she put a few hundred thousand miles on her vans and pickup trucks, playing the streets and clubs of New Orleans, Austin, and even a stint in New York City as a founding member of the Maybells. Hmm. So um, this is, a man, I really like all of her stuff. Some of her early stuff is really old-timey. Okay. Okay. But this is real country uh, with a kind of a swingy feel. This is from an album called Daddy's Country Gold from 2021. Melissa Carper doing Making Memories. I'm making memories I'd like to remember. I'm meeting new people I'd like to recall. Some of their names, like Larry and Steve. Some fun 
Yeah, I got some stories But did I tell you the one The time when we drank And drank till we passed out There on the ground Boy, that was fun Tonight I'm making memories I'd like to remember Meeting new people I'd like to recall Some of their names Like Larry and Steve I'm making memories I'd like to keep And that's pretty unusual. That's a that's a great tune. We ought to try that one. Yeah, I put that in the uh, Learn These file. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice little swing tune. Yeah. Wow, cool. Hey, uh, look what time it is. Oh, you're right. We're just burning it up here today. Yep, we are out of time for this segment. Um, so let's see here. Uh, tomorrow's moving day, of course. Uh-huh. And um, so we have to go police the area. Yeah, and we have call to, the police. And we have to check that. Left or inside duel, uh-huh. and you know it's uh, even numbered show, so oh, I get to check. The it's tire. on you, isn't yeah. it? All right, yay! Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you go pick up the trash, and uh, I will. I'll take care of that. Uh, we'll be right back. Uh, this is the Americana Road Show right here on Truckers Radio USA. All right, we're back. We are back. Boy, I got. 
got to tell you something. That uh, what? That Brad Kozlowski, man, he really knows what he's talking about when it comes to tires. He does, and it's a good thing that we check. I mean, you know. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, it was two pounds down. Two pounds. That's, know, that's, you're that's, ask. Yeah, that's not bad. Uh, but, you know, I mean, uh, in Rosie, that's not that big of a deal. I mean, it's a duel. I mean, it's like that's you have right. a you spare, whole other you know, tire right there. Right, yeah. You know, but, uh-huh. I mean, for him, two pounds is, could make a big difference. You're I right. suppose. I've never done that. We'll have that to track time. him down and just ask him. Sometime. We could do that. Yeah, I feel like we kind of know him. Well, we're I mean, on the same radio That's program. right. We are, aren't yeah, we? So yeah, so we're like probably pals. We're pals. Yeah. Okay. We'll have to inform him about that. Yeah. Well, we are broadcasting this week uh, from the Shady Grove RV Park right here in Denver, Pennsylvania. That's true. Not the Rocky Mountain one. No. Well, yeah. technically speaking, uh, Denver is a township in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. All right. Okay. And it, this, the town actually is pretty old. I mean, it got its start in like 1735. Yeah, a lot of the, those eastern towns. That's that's Boy, it, man. Yeah. It's been there around for a long time. Uh, it, what happened was the the Reading and Columbia Railroad built a, a line through this little town, you know. Okay. And uh, the problem was, maybe. well, they, they changed the name of the town uh, to uh, Union Station. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Boy, that's clever. Oh, hey. And, and then with time, apparently, uh, residents grew weary being referred to as a train station, you know? Oh, wow. And, and so they, so after, re- now this guy went, this is before the internet and everything, right? Uh-huh. I mean, he, for writing letters and everything, and um, he's trying to find a, a, a name of a town that isn't overused. Okay. And he found Denver. Okay. Well, okay. I so guess he said, maybe only the other one. That's the only reason they named it Denver. <laughs> <laughs> is because it was better than Union Station. Now, but they've kind of rolled with it, right? They, they, in, uh, they had that. They say they've got the second largest Denver in the country. Well, I, that, that's is probably right. And they call themselves. You're gonna love this. And the town is about one square mile, right? And so they refer it as the mile wide town. <laughs> Rather than the mile high. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. It's a, it's a good sense of humor. That there. is. That's but people awesome. have been here really great. It's a nice town, you know. <laughs> they got a lot going for them. But it's been a very pleasant time here in Denver. Yes, it has. All right. Hey, well, by the way, what? we got to add a chair. Now that we got, you know, this cat. Ardmore. Ardmore. Yeah. For, so we, we've got to talk. First of all, we haven't been close enough to Ardmore yet to figure out if it's a boy cat or a girl cat. Yeah, I know. It's kind of he doesn't. Difficult. He's not like an affectionate she. I don't know. Yeah, doesn't exactly sit in your lap. No, but, but there's got to be some uh, litter box etiquette discussed here because, you know, well, it's it's one of those things we're I'm, just going to have to deal. with. I'm certainly glad you brought that up because uh, it's your week to clean out the litter box. <sighs> Thanks for bringing that up, Leo. I could have waited until yeah. next week, I suppose. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe you need to make another trip to the dumpster. <laughs> Just the way it is. Yeah, I suppose so. Don't fall in. Uh-huh, fine. Well, you know, people ask us, they say, Derriers. Hey, what's the deal, you guys? You you drive around this great country of ours in that old RV and with a cat. What do you? Yeah, what are you trying to prove? That's what I know. We just well, we don't know. <laughs> we don't have anything to prove. We don't have anything to prove. Well, unlike our compadres here on Truckers Radio USA, uh, who have these things called ranches, ranches right? You know, and uh, for instance, Rex Allen Jr. has the Rock and Diamond R Ranch in the. 
Dos Cabezas Mountains, of yes. course. Alan Bailey, the Swinging Gate Ranch out there in western Kansas. Yep. Orrin Friesen, the Rock and Banjo Ranch, more central Kansas. And uh, we whined about the fact that we didn't have a ranch until our pal Suzanne set us straight. She said, she said, she said, look at it this way, you guys. You've got the entire continental United States. That's correct. You've got border to border, ocean to ocean, ocean to ocean, and you could say we have a ranch. Without fences. fences, that's correct. And we roam that range in our RV called... Ramblin' Rose. Ramblin' Rose. Ah, sweet Rosie. Ah, Rosie gets us there. She does at that. Yep. So far, so good. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Leo, I think it's your turn. You know, I, I, I've had this, this song in my pocket for a while. The thing about it is, Roger, that this band is, they had a, they, they're one-hit wonders, right? Mm-hmm. And they had this one really good song, and then they, uh, their parents made them stop doing that and go back to school because they're like 17. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, man. They said, wow. get over it, you guys. So they, they were in South Bend, Indiana, right? Okay. And uh, they, they recorded it in 1964, but the band was originally called The Playmates. But they had to change that name because there was already a band named the Playmates. So they renamed themselves after an automobile. It's not the Toyotas. No. <laughs> no, it's not the Toyotas. It is uh it's not the Chevrolets. Uh-huh. No. Nope. Nope, it's not them. Yep. It's the Rivieras. <laughs> they named themselves after a Buick. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> but it's a great song, right? It really is. Uh they this is uh, a hit for them in nineteen sixty four. And it climbed the, the pop charts when the number one song in the country at the time was I Want to Hold Your Hand by the Beatles. So oh, they had yeah. some pretty heavy competition at the time. Anyway, like I said, uh, they finally had to disband because, um, A, they had to get back to school because also they were afraid of getting drafted, which is another big, big reason. Yeah, that'd do it. But everybody knows this song. It's a great tune. It's called California Sun.
Cause I'm frisky and old Frisco A pretty little chick wherever you go If you're from South Bend, Indiana, you got to write a surf song. Uh, you know, I, I wish they wouldn't have had to go back to school. They, I, I wish they would have done some more. Who knows what the next record might have been like. That's great. That's right. It was a good, good tune. Stuff, yeah. All right, Roger, back to you. Well, the, the way I'm going to introduce this next song is by saying, we ain't no chickens. We, we ain't, ain't no, no dogs. dogs. We're, We're just, just little Nutrafrogs. Oh, my God. Washboard Leo Thomas. Oh, man. We met him years ago. Down at the Winfield Music Festival. He had this, he, he would walk around with his washboard, and he had all these people he following him around. entourage. Yeah, he had an entourage everywhere he went. And uh, and he would be playing uh, on his washboard, and people were dancing behind him and everything. It I mean, was crazy. Gosh, 40 years ago? Oh, yeah, at least 35 at least. years. Yeah, yeah. Was and and uh, uh, it, it came up in conversation we were having at Royal Grit last time we were there. Right. Uh, we were talking about washboard players and mm-hmm. stuff. So I started looking in, into him. I, I can't find a lot of information about him. Uh-oh. Uh, he's uh, uh, from New Orleans, although he spent some time in Arkansas. That's where he recorded like his first album, which I haven't been able to find. Uh, but uh, uh, he, he's an interesting <laughs> dude. He's got some real spacey stuff out there on, uh, on the Internet. Uh, in YouTube, I should say. Uh, yeah, sure. But I did find, I found two things, and they're both really short. And the first one is uh, he tells the story of the Nutrafrog, and that accompanies <laughs> it uh, on the washboard. And, and I am going to post this on our website. It is worth going and checking okay, out. Okay, all right. Okay, so yeah, yeah. washboard Leo Thomas doing the Nutrafrog stomp. When I was young, about 10 years old, there's a story that the king of frog told. By the critter, lived in the swamp, called Newt the Frog, and he loved the stomp. <laughs> Say that the color of the rainbow, they had great big teeth. They lived on water in Cyprus and he. A hurricane rose. They formed the congregation. It hit the swamp and killed the population. Until this day, there lives a man. He'll tell you the story of the Nutrifrog land. He used to run around and play in the swamp, but now all he does is a Nutrifrog stomp. That was, that's it. That's the thing they would do. They doing. would walk around the campground, and he would be playing it, and he had his entourage people oh, dancing. Man. And, I mean, this was a very halcyon time, you know. <laughs> so I didn't figure it was uh, fair to just give him a little over a minute. I found another uh, video of him, and he talks about it in the beginning. I think we'll let him introduce it. Okay. Uh, and okay. we'll just do It's another about a minute long, but uh, to hear him do something else. Okay. Washboard Leo Thomas. They used to play um, bluegrass festivals with a banjo player, a friend of mine, Demonta Bennett. 
and we'd be doing the standards all day, and we decided to do something a little different. So in the middle of our set, we would take the stand out and put the music out and do the two-part invention by Bach. Piano player is really good, man. You know, it, if you were there, yeah. you'll remember it. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. it, it, what a thing! It was, it was really fun to to find him again. You know, yeah, and, oh, and, absolutely. And, and actually, uh, he's got a Cajun band. They they play some great stuff, and and I'll probably feature that later. But uh, I just had to go back with you. You know, over three decades later, and we still remember it. Oh boy, do we ever? Yeah, it made an impression but th- that we remember anything uh, in that amount of time. Is, yeah, geez, that's but, wild. Uh, Oh. That's wild. Okay, Leo. Well, what are you going to do now? <laughs> uh, boy, that's that's hard. That's that's hard. Okay, I'm going to talk about something that we kind of touched on before. You remember when we were talking about the ink spots before, mm-hmm. and, and the fact that there were all these ink spot bands out there, right? And we we had had an encounter with a band called the Ink Spots, and it took us like most of our lives to figure out they were probably just a bunch of guys from Wichita. <laughs> right or something it was just yeah. okay well there uh, another band like that believe it or not was the drifters the wow. dr- the drifters had premutations that lasted over 30 years and there were lawsuits and everything about it and you know the the guy that originally started the whole thing was a guy named Clyde McFadder and I'll get back into him later cuz he deserves his own slot but we recently lost uh, a composer named Burt Backrack Yes, we did. We did. And uh, he was just a prolific writer. And uh, we were talking about all this music, and I kind of was you know, looking around to see what was out there. Well, I found this song that he wrote, right, and uh, was actually produced by Lieber and Stoller. Okay, okay. they're on it. And uh, they recorded it in 1958, the Drifters did. And the song is pretty crazy. It's called, uh, it's called Mexican Divorce. And, wow. and that's exactly what it's about. It's about going to Mexico and getting a divorce. And it's nuts. Wow. <laughs> so this was probably the second iteration of the band, of the Drifters. It was recorded during that time. It comes from, uh, from 1958. So here's Burt Backrack's song as done by uh, the Drifters called Mexican Divorce. Down below El Paso lies Juarez Mexico is different, yes Like the travel folder says Cross the Rio Grande And you will find And 
your past behind It's an odd song. <laughs> yes, it is. It really is. It is a good find, though. Well, there you go, Raj. Oh, hey, look at the time, man. Yeah, I think we're about out of time. Yeah. Um, this is where we have to go uh, do our apologetic beer run. That's right. Yeah. And, and so we got good cheap beer to do that with, I think. Yeah, we got some stuff off the sale yeah, rack. Yeah, yeah which is what we do. That's what we do. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm still looking for sponsors. Okay, wait, what, what and, are you thinking? Well, I got to looking around, and I'm like, okay, well... What do we eat? Uh, white, we white, white bread, bread and bologna. Bologna, yeah, uh, mayonnaise, mayonnaise, yeah. And uh, I still haven't gotten a bread sponsor, but uh, I, I want to talk to these guys. Okay. Uh, if this kid got a deal with him, surely we can work something out. You think? Out. I hope. Okay. Let's find out. My bologna has a first name. It's O-S-C-A-R. My bologna has a second name. It's M-A-Y-E-R. Oh, I love to eat it every day. If you ask me why, because Oscar Mayer has a way with D-O-O-D-N-A. Okay, look out. Look out, we're backing up. We are backing up. Well, that's, that's what we do, of we, course. Do we back up? We are the backup kings. That's right, we They're are. Self-dubbed. They're self-dubbed. Yeah. I like it. Well, this is the part of the show where the backup kings uh, just get right down on their knees and we beg, beg you. Yeah, to, we beg. Uh, go That's to our one websites. thing we do pretty well. We beg. I mean, <laughs> we do. <laughs> we ain't too proud to beg. No, we got no shame. <laughs> but uh, go to our websites. You know, uh, the one for this uh, show is thederrieres.com. And please, we implore you. We just can't mention this enough. I, right. We still find out that people are screwing up and they're not doing it. Yeah. Do not forget the. the. It's, it's a tiny word, but it makes all the difference. Absolutely essential. And, and I'll tell you, if you forget it, 
You will never, never forget, forget it. No, yeah. it just takes yeah. once. I mean, we've never forgotten it like more times. Four or five yeah. times, yeah. you know, yeah. So be careful. All right. Uh, and, of course, the website for the band is? Well, our band website is 3trailswest.com with the number three mm-hmm. on the front there. And that's where you can go to find out where the band's playing. You yeah. could now, We've got some nice T-shirts yeah, and CDs. albums for sale. So, yeah, yeah go check cool that stuff. out, too. Please, please, we're begging. Yeah. Yeah, we are. You know, um, uh, if you go to either of our websites, you're going to find a lot of Content. content and we're pretty sure if you look at it you're going to be contented, contented but boy there's so much you could become confused, confused in which case you should just contact, contact us, us and we'll help you get straightened out there yeah there are contact us tabs on both websites or you can get right to us with our um, cool new uh, email addresses well they're not that new anymore no, no, but no. mine is roger no d at the derriers.com and mine is leo also no d mm-hmm. at the derriers.com hey the other thing you can do if you go to the derriers.com and go to the americana roadshow tab you can listen to uh, any of our past ep- episodes or download them and listen to them at your leisure. Preferably while wearing your leisure, leisure suit. suit. Yes. Oh, yeah. If you do that, uh, please send us a picture. Uh, we'll put it on the website. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, hey, you can also find our show, our past episodes, on Spotify. On Spotify. Yeah. Yes. And you can find it on Stitcher. It's, there's on Spotify. And, and you can find it on TuneIn. And uh, what was that? Spotify. It's uh, Spotify. Amazon Music. Spotify. And iHeartRadio. And Spotify. <laughs> of course. Okay. As our good buddy Mike Carr says, Go, Go Nowheres. Nowhere. Without the, the derriers, yes. Thank you, Mike. There's no excuse for you to uh, not pick no, up on our shows. We're, we're, um, uh, we're everywhere. Yes. Basically, yes. All right. Okay, Roger, I think, where are we? I think it's back to you. Isn't it, it is. Okay. I'm going to do, uh, I, I'm going to cover a tune that is near and dear to our hearts. Uh, okay. It is Little Mother of the Hills. Oh, you had to bring that up. I did. Well, I mean, I love the song. Yeah. But it's got some, uh, it's got some memories attached to it. Well, I, I guess I'm trying you know, to forget. I know. Okay. Well, so, Mom taught us this song. That's right. Uh, when we were in grade school, uh, for a 4-H um, a music contest. Right. And uh, we didn't know what bluegrass was. Had no idea. This then. song, I, I couldn't even find out anything about this song for a long time. We didn't realize it was bluegrass. That's she right. It's sheet music. Mm-hmm. And we did a great job, but we lost. We got beat out by. The, the Morgan, Morgan sisters, sisters. Yeah. yeah. Leanne and Lonnie Morgan. Right. And uh, uh, I can't remember what song they sang. I can't I either, but ours song. has stuck with us all yeah. of our lives. Yeah, so I can't, can't we, shake it. We got that going for us. So I'm going to do this anyway. Okay. So when I looked into it, I found a great version by um, the lady that wrote it, uh, Shirley Toms. Okay. And, uh, she's called the Yodeling Cowgirl or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, uh, she's Australian. Uh-oh. Yep. Can't that, feature on the show, nope, right? Cuts that one out. But I did find a recording of it by the Blue Sky Boys. Oh, okay. Okay. So, uh, you know, they could call us that sometimes when we're pitching <laughs> stuff. <laughs> but uh, brothers Earl and uh, Bill Bullock, and uh, they were born in. 1917 and 19, uh, ways back. Okay, so this is some older, older guys. Older guys. Okay. Uh, they were born in West Hickory, North Carolina. Their parents were very religious, uh, belonged to the First Church of God. The very first, first wow. The very first, the first one, church. wow. Wow, that's, that's interesting. I betcha. And they taught them to sing hymns and gospel music, but they made their radio debut in 1935 at a local radio station, WWNC in Asheville, North Carolina. Oh, cool. As part of the Crazy Hickory Nuts. <laughs> 
It was sponsored by the J.F. Goodson Coffee Company, and uh, so they were the Crazy Hickory Nuts. Oh, and then they changed it to the Good Coffee Boys. Okay, I love these old names. I do too. So then, uh, six months later, they moved to Atlanta and to perform at a radio station WGST, and they were sponsored by the Crazy Water Crystal. They had to perform using the name Crazy, so they became the Crazy Blue Ridge Hillbillies. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> and then they went to RCA uh, Records for an audition, and at first uh, thought, the um, A&R man was reluctant to hear them sing because he was accusing them of copying the Monroe Brothers. Oh, really? But reluctantly, he listened to them, and he immediately changed his mind and, and immediately signed them to a contract. Wow, how cool is that? And so then they were saying, well, now what are we going to call ourselves? And they couldn't use the Blue Ridge Hillbillies because uh, it had been taken by Homer Sherrill, one of the other guys. So they went with the Blue Sky Boys because uh, that was the uh, uh, nickname of Western North Carolina, Land of Blue Sky. All right. Okay. And that's where it sure. came from. All right. So, you know, uh, they became uh, an instant success. Their song so uh, sold so fast. It was Where the Soul Never Dies was their first hit, right? Oh, okay. It sold so fast that they uh, they called them the New Hillbilly Kings. Whoa. That became their moniker, sort of. They recorded about 100 songs for RCA, and they, they, they did really great. Um, but uh, they they took some time out and um, uh, enlisted in the service. But they came back, and they di- did not like the honky-tonk tonk style that was coming on. And they refused <laughs> to record it. Oh, wow. Matter of fact, RCA asked them to play with an electric guitar, and they stopped recording. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. <laughs> you they showed to- them, didn't yeah. they? And then they disappeared forever. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so, uh, but it's a good recording. The Blue Sky Boys doing Little Mother of the Hills. <laughs> Yeah. 
she will meet me in that place where she's gone from that home among the hills. Mother's gone from that home in the mountains to a place in the land of the bliss. How I'd like to go today, call her love I would repay. She's my sweet little mother of the They do it slower than we do. Yep. Yeah. We kind of. It's it's very old timey. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, that's that was interesting. Yeah, that's a, a song from our past. That's right. So where do we go now, Leo? Uh, I want to talk about this band that was originally known as the Meltones. Okay. okay. And they were like one of the original hot girl groups of the '60s, and uh, they are best known for a string of hits after they changed their name. By the way, okay, uh, their hits were uh, like "Chapel of Love" and "People Say" and like that. We're, oh, of course, yeah. we're talking about the Dixie Cups. Yeah, all right. And uh, they hit the top of the charts uh, in 1964 with the song that Phil Spector had written originally for the Ronettes. Okay, okay. But they, uh, the trio, actually consisted of two sisters and a cousin. Uh, and they, they just, you know, they had a, a total. They had years on the charts. They had a total of five pretty big songs, right? But in 1963, uh, they decided to pr- uh, pursue going pr- totally professional. And uh, be- they began singing locally. And within a year, a guy named Joe Jones uh, had picked them up, decided to sign him to a label. Now, Joe Jones was a, prof- a uh, successful singer of his own. I wouldn't have known it by the name, but you remember a song called You Talk Too Much? Yeah. Okay, that was him. Okay. That was Joe Jones. So anyway, they just, they were in the studio recording something else, and they, there was a break, and the girls were just sitting there in the, uh, in the recording booth, killing time. Well, there's a song that is just a perennial uh, song that is associated with New Orleans singers. Okay. Everybody has done it at one time or another. Uh, it's called Ico Ico. Oh, yeah. So they're just sitting in the room killing time and uh, clowning around with it. And, and they were using uh, drumsticks on ashtrays and stuff like that to keep, oh, wow. to keep the beat. And, and they didn't realize that the uh, the producers, you know, we've, we've encountered this before where there might be a lull on something, but the producer will roll tape yep. just to capture anything that might happen. Yeah, just let it, yeah. let it roll. Well, that's what happened here. Uh, they were messing around, and uh, so the Lieber and Stoller, who, the producers that we talk about a lot, uh, those uh, things there, they went back and recorded uh, a bass line and percussion over the top of it, and that's where the song came out. Of. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, it's, and it's, it's just... Oh, it, that's interesting. It is the perennial version of this song. I mean, everybody knows of that. So let's give it a listen now that you know a little backstory on it. Uh, the Dixie Cups, they're doing Ico Ico. My grandma and your grandma were sitting by the fire. My grandma told your grandma, I'm gonna set your flag on fire. You're talking about henna, henna, henna. Ico Ico Ande, Jagamo Fino Anane, Jagamo Finane. Look at my king all dressed in red. Ico Ico Ande. I bet you five dollars he'll kill you dead. Jagamofina me, talking about henna, henna, henna. Ico Ico Ande, Jagamofino Anande, Jagamofina me. My flag boy and your flag boy sitting by the fire. 
Backstory there. Yeah, great backstory. Yeah. All right, Roger, it's back to you. Uh, okay, uh, I'm going to hit, uh, take us out on some bluegrass. Guy by the name of Fred Travers. Uh-huh. Okay, uh, Dobro player. Uh, he grew up with, uh, his parents owned a bar, so he listened to country music growing up, but uh, um, he learned to play guitar, and but he heard Mike Aldridge play Dobro. Oh, uh, sure. In man. Washington, yeah, D.C., yeah, yeah. and he got a Dobro in 18, or 1989. And he began playing with various bands in the Maryland area. And, area and, uh, but uh, this is from, uh, you know, we've, I've, I played a lot of stuff from Pinecastle Records. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm, yeah. And so uh, this is a project. It was a single uh, on Pinecastle Records from 2020. Fred Travers doing Pick Away. <laughs>
that's a, that's a really great version a of that great song. Ver- yeah, we've jammed on that we song have. quite a bit. Yeah. yeah, that's where it was ding, ding, ding. You right. know, I was trying to yeah. remember it. So. Yeah, but uh, boy, he's he's a great player. Yeah, I, and I love the sound of a, a good dobro, man. I, you bet. I bought one early on and never could figure out how to play it. So, <laughs> <laughs> Just so much that. for that. Yeah, yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah, it was like that uh, baritone saxophone I bought. That's right. Oh, so. that was a gift from God <laughs> that you couldn't figure that thing out. Uh, well, Leo, oh, um, I, I think we need to uh, be done here because uh, well, that clock is just uh, about it, to run it's out. It's about to run out. And uh, so we need to figure out where we're going. Hey, right, uh, yes. So uh, let's see. It's my turn to throw the dart, so you need to go get the bag. I get the, okay, hang uh, on for a second. Back at the closet where it always is. It's back here. Yes. Oh, right here it is. Be careful with it. This thing's getting It's fragile. really getting yeah, I don't know what we're going to have to do. Well, that, we'll figure out something. Yeah. Okay, okay, Roger. Right, I, it there? It's up there, yeah. Okay, uh, let's see. The dark is it, it's in it's spoon drawer. Two. Two. Now, watch it. I told you. I sharpened it. Thanks for telling me. You're welcome. Okay. 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 Uh, let me get in the circle. You ready? Yep. Okay. One, two, three. Throw the dart. Throw the dart. Oh, boy. Oh, we went... Down, uh, down the coastline. Kind yeah, of. yeah. Um, West Virginia, almost heaven. Wow. Good, yeah. Uh, Galapagos. Go, Galapagos Ferry, West Virginia. Is that? A, come on, you're making that up. No, Gal- yeah, I can see it. Galapagos. Galapagos, right. I think. Wow. Well, you can research that and see how. Okay, to right. It. Before we get there, so we, we get... don't offend anybody any <laughs> yeah, worse right. than normal. We do offend uh, people, but yeah, it's not really our okay, fault. Okay, so uh, is is the cat in? I haven't heard. You got to make sure. That, yeah, that yeah. Ardmore's in. Let me go. Can you find it? <laughs> okay. Okay. He, she. Uh, Whatever. It, okay, it's fine. We'll have to uh, just leave it under the maybe. couch. Okay. Hardbar <laughs> <laughs> is getting all ticked <laughs> off. Okay. Man. We got to come to some type of daytime. Well, there. something because we need. We don't know if we can say it's a guy or a girl cat I yet. Mean, I mean, you know what? What? It's fine. Okay. You, you, I think you might be right. Don't get too hung up on it's it. It's not that big a deal. <laughs> <laughs> nice kitty. <laughs> <laughs> Kitty. Well, this has been this has been an interesting show. I yeah, gotta say. yeah, it's been all over the place. Well, we'll get down the road, and we'll, I, we'll probably do this again next week. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Well, this has been the Americana Road Show right here on Truckers, Truckers Radio, Radio USA. USA. And remember to look out behind you. It's the Derriere. Derriere.